This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Good evening. I love radio in the evening. I absolutely love it. And it's going to be wonderful to weave in and out of all these stories that we're going to do uh, this evening. And one of them has to do with the Ontario election. I mentioned earlier, um, just as our tee up was before we began the show, Andrea Horvath and the NDP out of the witness protection program. We haven't seen them. I forgot. I mean, I... I saw Andrea Horvath kind of walking down the street or something, and I was reminded when she was the NDP leader. We have an election campaign. Now, Doug Ford has not disappointed, and either have the liberals. We know that they were going to start attacking the, the PCs. This is scary stuff. We see it federally, and the scare and the fear and the emotion has to come out from Kathleen Wynne and... Doug Ford did it. Everybody wondering, can he stay in his lane? And today he announced that, you know what, there is a housing shortage, so much of a housing shortage. He's been talking to developers and perhaps we should start developing the green belt. Of course, the developers love it. Not everybody else loves it, including my next guest, MPP, Peter Tabbins. I would like to welcome Toronto Dan Forth, MPP, NDP, MVP, Peter Tabbins. Peter, good evening. Hi, thank, thank you for being here. Pleasure. We knew it was going to be different, this Doug Ford PC party. And here we have something that has been sacred in certain political circles. We have the Green Belt. How do you feel today about that? Well, I can't say that I'm really shocked that Doug Ford's willing to sell off chunks of the green belt to friends of the development industry. I mean, no one would be shocked by that, but he's wrong to do it. It's going to mean higher food prices. It's going to make for more expensive cities. Uh, and it's totally unnecessary. We have about a half a million uh, unbuilt spaces or unbuilt uh, lots in the GTHA that can be used to build new housing. So why on earth you'd go and break up the green belt when you've got that much inventory already in place makes no sense. Other than if you're such a strong friend of the development industry and people who want to make a killing on speculation, well, then maybe that makes sense for you. But I don't think it makes sense for most people. Already. Well, already the developers have done quite well in Toronto, so there's no crime against that. However, you know, this has become an election campaign where the focus uh, seems to be when it to attack the front runner at this point anyway Doug Ford is to do the scare factor is this um, moving into the green belt do you think that it is a factor I mean so far people in Ontario seem to be kind of warming to the Doug Ford style well, I'm not sure if they're warming to the Doug Ford style because I talked to my colleagues outside Toronto who are uh, dealing with a lot of conservatives who don't like that style. Uh, and I see and I talk to people who've voted conservative before who don't have uh, a lot of time for Doug Ford's approach, who I don't think are going to vote conservative this time. But um, the electorate will decide. We will see. But I think on this one, he's making a real mistake. Uh, I think that. 
a lot of people are concerned about food prices. They want to have farmland protected. It's some of the best farmland in Canada. Uh, why you would pave it over when you already have this huge inventory of lots that can be built on for the next decade, decade and a half, makes no sense. doesn't make sense for ordinary people anyway. You know, as we look at the Green Belt, I used to live very, very close to there, and I was always surprised at any town gathering how there were so many people. There were people quite opposed to it. They thought that it affected land value. They wanted to do certain things with their property. Doug Ford has said he wants to support the Green Belt and make housing available on it. Is there any way that you think he can do that? Uh no, I don't think so. I mean, we already have uh, a large amount of land allocated for housing, so we don't need to go into the green belt to actually build new housing. Uh, it's completely unnecessary, and frankly, I'm sure there are some people who don't like the idea of the green belt because it depresses the value of the land. But if land's too expensive, you can't operate farms on it. You know, as we get into this election campaign, Doug Ford is kind of picking on some, not not just the Greenbelt, but some sacred cows. And the environment used to be something that was really upfront in people's minds. As people look at deficits and perhaps the people of an Ontario losing a little bit of trust, do you think they might set that aside a little bit? Well, often when people are in difficult economic circumstances, they think more about economics than they mm-hmm. do about the environment. But I, I think the whole issue will reassert itself. I think that people overall in Ontario uh, have a pretty strong streak of, of respecting nature. Um, they don't like the idea of uh, air pollution. They don't like the idea of water pollution. Uh, they want to know that uh, the air and water that they take in aren't going to poison them. Uh, so... There may be a short run on that, but it always reasserts itself because people want to have their health protected. And when you're talking about protecting the environment, you're talking about protecting human health. Uh, if, if Doug Ford doesn't understand that, uh, at some point it will catch up with them, just as it caught up with the Conservatives back in the 80s when they didn't understand that uh, protecting the environment was something that was undermining their support in the population. Housing, of course, on many people's minds, especially in Ontario and the city of Toronto, everybody knows just how much of a landmark Vancouver and Toronto are, and there are people who are worried that their family are not going to be able to to afford homes. Is this one way of rethinking things? How do you mean, Arlene, when you say rethinking things, building on the green belt mm-hmm. when we already have land available? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, if, if there was no land available, I would still have difficulty with what he's proposing. But you've got a, a half million lots in the greater Toronto-Hamilton area that are available for building new housing. There's not a shortage of land. Uh, there, it just is not the case. And so this is all about people who may have bought a piece of land very cheaply wanting to change the zoning on it so they can sell it very expensively. This has nothing to do with solving the housing crisis. This is all about speculators making a killing. So the developers, and there is no secret that developers are always lobbying governments for things. Is it easy for Doug Ford to do this? Just how protected is that area? Many people there thought it was ironclad. Well, he's going to have to change the laws, and any government can change Mm -hmm. laws. I think his problem is going to be political. Uh, 
there are a lot of people who understand the need to, to keep farmland. Uh, there are a lot of people upset with the cost of operating cities, and when you have sprawl, uh, then you have much more expensive cities. So I think he'll find that politically it's much more difficult than it appears he thinks from the statements he made today or the statements that were revealed today that he'd made. Finally, I'm going to ask you, do you know, I mean, is this an example of where you are, how you think about it? And people who are in tune with the rural areas may have a certain feeling about this. Or does this resonate in the cities? Is this is this a where you live kind of an issue? Or does this get right back to how people feel about the environment versus business? Boy, broad question. (laughs) I I, I would say that uh, both in rural and urban areas, there's support for the Greenbelt. You talk to people who farm. uh, Mm -hmm. They don't like the idea of subdivisions encroaching on Mm -hmm. the land where they're trying to farm, bringing them into conflict with suburban homeowners. They'd like to have a clear separation. Um, People in urban areas don't want to drive four hours to get to a place where there's some forest and where there's some greenery. So I think there's a a unity of purpose on that. Uh, In the end, this is just a diversion. Uh, Again, because we have so much land available for development, uh, to say this is environment versus business doesn't make sense. There's all kinds of opportunity for business to go ahead. With this exception, you aren't going to make a killing on land you speculated on uh, if you don't change the Greenbelt issue. If you, if you uh, want to change the Greenbelt so you can make a killing, then, yeah, you're going to go for this. But if you just want to build housing, make a living, a decent living, uh, then you don't need to do this at all. Peter Tabbins, NDP MPP Toronto Danforth. Thank you, Peter. Have a lovely evening. Thank you kindly. You too, Arlene. Thanks very much. Bye for now. So we did it. Doug Ford, open for business. I'm Arlene Bynan, and I'm in this evening for Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.